I, I will say it's been amazing walking around the ship and seeing all of the mahogany is just they've really restored everything. It's it's it looks really nice uh, on this ship right now. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, it's a bonus episode, but it's going to be kind of a joint bonus episode between myself and I'm sitting across from Steve Creasy. It's only taken us, I don't know, two and a half years to be on the same sailing of a Disney ship. We're sitting in Ensenada, Mexico in the adult pool area, having a, having a drink and uh, we're just going to cut it up a little bit on some speculation. We'll both have shows about this cruise, so I don't think we need to do a trip report here, but I thought it'd be fun for two Disney podcasters to just get together and, I don't know, talk Disney cruising. So, Steve, are you having a good cruise so far? Oh, it's been awesome. You know, I think we just said this. This has become my favorite three-day cruise, mine and on just because you get your day in Ensenada. You get a full day, pretty much like you said, you and Sam said, getting on the ship in San Diego. You get your day in Ensenada, which is actually kind of a sleepy port. There's a lot of fun things to do here. And then you get a day at sea and then back to San Diego. So, yeah. And... I mean, we did trivia last night. We didn't win, but I think we 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 were we we showed up. We didn't like embarrass ourselves, we embarrassed. did we? We weren't embarrassed. That's the key to Disney trivia: is don't get embarrassed. And some of those Disney trivia themes, you can get easily embarrassed by your competition. So yeah, no, we had a great time. Well, Steve and I are just going to do a little Disney podcaster speculation, and since we're sitting on board the Wonder, why don't we start there? No secret, the itineraries came out couple well a couple days ago, I guess it was maybe pushing a week now. Eh, a couple days ago, the itineraries came out and. Wonder has a huge gap in her schedule and it is, you know, leading to a bunch of questions around what is the Wonder going to be doing late 2022, early 2023, I think for the months of November, December, January, February, and at least part of March, uh, no itineraries available. (laughs) Steve, you and I were talking here before we started recording. You have an idea or at least a hope, I guess, of where she might be, where you think she's going to head. Well, should I start after she sails in San Diego? Because I think that's the easy one. I think, <laughs> I think she's going to go back to Hawaii after her sailing because uh, she ends up May 11th uh, out of San Diego. And I think that fits in perfectly to do that that double trip over to Hawaii and back and then do her sailings up to Alaska. But, I, you know, I'm going to go. This is like a long. Christy and Chris laughed at me when I said this, but I think that they're going to dip their toes into going down to the South Pacific in Australia because I think that that I looked at I looked it up online and that's actually like the perfect cruising time for Australians Australians love Disney a lot of them come over to spend time at Disneyland I know Brian you and uh, Sam and Nathan are big uh, Disneyland fans down there so you see a lot of Aussies down there they make their way over to Walt Disney World so I think they've got an audience down there that they could fill the ship so I'm going to speculate with that yeah I mean if you'd ask me a couple months ago about this, I was, I mean, I'm hoping against hope that it was going to be like a Long Beach or a port of Los Angeles. But, you know, the more I think about it, the weather here just starts to turn to the West Coast cruising season is very short for Disney. And so I I can't see them keeping her here because really their only option is to sail her down to Mexico because they can't get to a foreign port that's any closer than that. Certainly can't go north. (laughs) As much as I'd love to see her in Seattle, I think winter cruising is not in the cards for the Disney Wonder. You know, I'm actually, I thought about Asia I know Steve and I were talking beforehand. That requires a ton of revamping, usually. You know, for a brief second, I thought maybe they would park her over in Hawaii and do some sailings over to like New Zealand and Australia to kind of tie her in with Aulani. But that that also poses issues. You got to fly a long way to get to Hawaii. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm honestly a big question mark at this point. I like Steve's idea of Australia and New Zealand if for no other reason than Sam and I have always wanted to sail Australia and New Zealand. And I would be willing to take the flight to get on board the Wonder to try that out. 
I mean, the biggest question mark is, you know, is that going to be, that's probably going to be a trial. I don't think it's like a, a shift, a permanent shift. I think we can safely say the way they're going, there has to be a new home port being announced. It's not going to be just some uh, itineraries that they're filling in. This is going to be some sort of new home port a la what they did with New Orleans, where they announced kind of a cruising season. So guessing they're testing out a new home port for her. We just don't know what it is. I don't know when they'll announce it either. It's it, it, it's they're coming down to it in terms of needing to announce those itineraries for people to book. So I don't know when that will happen. Also begs the question, okay, so we've got the Wish online coming online. She'll be online by 2023. We'll have the fantasy, the dream, the magic, and the wonder. And by like 2024, 2025, we'll have the next Disney ship. And I don't know, Steve, where, where do you think that one has? I mean, the Caribbean's getting pretty crowded with Disney right now. I don't know where they're going to start putting some of these ships to meet the demand, especially at the price point they're charging. No, this is a really good point. You know, you can only have so many ships leaving out of Port Canaveral. And I'm sure that you noticed, and I'm sure you pointed out on your show, Brian, where the magic, when she transitions in 2023 with those sailings that they released out to New Orleans and Galveston, she is not going to Castaway Key. I think it's simply due to the fact there's no room for her to be there. And so you add another ship to the mix that really begs the question of really well begs the question that really means that they need to get a luthra if they can do that online to have uh, another destination another uh, private island destination for the ships to go to uh, you know the only other thing that i could possibly speculate but i i think you and i probably agree with this brian that i don't really see them you know home porting a ship or, or having the wonder sail out of san juan and focusing just on the southern caribbean i i think that's a great spot i think that's a lot, place where a lot of people really want to go but I, f- I feel like most people that we've talked to over the years, you know, San Juan's kind of like that. It's like trying to get to Europe. Like it's one more step that you've got to get to go to get on a ship. And although it's fairly you know, reasonable to get over there, it's just that another step. And I think that that slows people down. So what do you think about the Southern Caribbean? Yeah, I mean... It- it would be great to have a ship that sailed those Southern Caribbean routes a little bit more often. Those ABC islands are fantastic. And Disney only gets there a handful of times in a cruising season. So it'd be great. But I agree with you, Steve. I can't I can't fathom Castaway Key doing any more traffic than it is right now. And they've got to get Lighthouse Point up online. Feels like, though, we haven't heard much about Lighthouse Point except lots of objections and petitions and things like that. And I had hoped for a while that they get this thing online and we start to see some really interesting itineraries that might bounce from Lighthouse Point to Castaway Key. Uh, but I, I don't know. Do, do we think that they're still moving forward with Lighthouse Point? I should know this because there's been a couple of things that have come out in the press and I just haven't taken the time to read them, to be completely honest. Uh, I, I think it's still pushing forward is my guess. Uh, there are some some environmental objections, but I, probably in the end, it's going to it's going to happen is my guess, because the Bahamian government supports it. At least they did prior to COVID. And so my guess is that that happens. But just it's just going to take some time to actually work through the through the process of getting it on, online. But I think it'll happen sooner than later with Lighthouse Point. You know, the other thing about when you look at like the other cruise lines, they move their ships around all the time. You know, when Norwegian sails out of Seattle or celebrities sails out of Seattle up for Alaska, you know, they don't necessarily have like one port like Disney does. I mean, they, they do have some ships that'll port someplace for a while, but even those ships, they'll move, they'll trade them out. Like Norwegian will move the breakaway over to New York. And then they'll move over to Europe. And the next year, the getaway will do Europe for them. We may start to see, you know, kind of a, a mix up that way with Disney as far as, as we were talking about, Brian, too, like 
I think it would be cool to see the fantasy of the dream go over to Europe. I think there's a demand in, in the Mediterranean. Um, maybe there's some cruises at the end of the season that they have a hard time filling with the magic. I know the British Isles cruise ten, tends to be a tough one to sell because kids in the U.S. are going back to school. And it's just not a good time for the, a lot of the people in England, too. It's not their, uh, their break. But, but throughout the rest of the summer... I think it would be a. I think they could fill the fantasy of the, of the dream. So it would be neat, neat to see them go over there and fill that space as well. So I think we could get into a space where, other than maybe the wish and whatever the next ship's name is, <laughs> coming into Port Canaveral, you know, and, and staying there and doing those three and four days sailings back to back. I could I could see us coming to a point where these these ships are actually moving around to several different ports during the year. Well, I have to take a quick pause in the action here to thank our amazing sponsors over at Touring Plans Travel. The cruise that I was sitting on while I was talking to Steve Creasy was booked by our travel specialist over at Touring Plans Travel, and we just absolutely love the service and expertise that we get from her over there. She books all of our Disney cruises for us and has also helped us book an upcoming Royal Caribbean cruise we have going in 2023. So we just love everyone over there at Touring Plans Travel and know you will too. Remember, you don't pay anything extra to use Touring Plans Travel. Disney pays them at the time you travel. So you're really just leaving money and experience on the table by not using them as your travel specialist to book your fabulous Disney vacation. So if you'd like to help support our show, head over to touringplans.com travel to book your next vacation and let them know the DCL Duo sent you their way. And we know you'll have a fabulous experience with Touring Plans Travel. Now back to our show. Yeah, I agree. And, and I... I don't think there's anything actually preventing them from pushing the fantasy over to the West Coast to do some of these, you know, Mexican Riviera sailings or even I think the fantasy will actually fit up the inside passage. So it'd be interesting to see them bring some of these ships out. So it's not, oh, the West Coast crowd gets the wonder and that's it. And the Europeans get the magic and that's it. Now they've introduced so many new UK sailors to the magic. They might have some people who want to try out one of the bigger ships. So I think it would be interesting to see them kind of move them around a little bit. And that Caribbean market is going to get really crowded for Disney. I don't know. Maybe the the controversial question is, how much longer do we think ships like the Magic and the Wonder have on them in terms of in terms of lifespan? I mean, I, I think the Wonder's sitting here looking fantastic. I mean, definitely if you did the sort of the, the edge of the carpet tests a little bit, she's probably showing her age and a little, you know, a little bit here and there. But, you know, she's a smaller ship and Disney's commanding a high price tag. And I'm sure that like the cost to operate here per head is higher than what it is on the, the fantasy and what it will be on the wish. And so I just I wonder how much longer do these ships have in the fleet? Because they're they are, I will say, past the average lifespan of some cruise ships where major cruise lines would have sold them downstream to a new cruise line. I don't know, Steve, do you have any thoughts about how much longer we're going to see these ships sailing? Well, the one I, I think the one disadvantage of Disney selling these ships, to be completely honest, is because everything else is bigger than them, and these ships provide a market. I think that gets into some ports that some of the bigger ships can't get into, and maybe some markets where there just isn't this big a demand, but they can still sell out the wonder of the magic. So I think there's a value in that. They did recently just, I thought this was kind of interesting, and they did recently sell the Magic and the Wonder. Magic Cruise Lines sold it to the Disney company. The Disney company bought them <laughs> during the pandemic <laughs> from Magic, what is it, Magical Cruises, I think, yeah. which is actually, that's the company that actually owns Disney Cruise Line and it's uh, headquartered out of London. And so even though normally when we see like the quarterly, this is getting too geeky, but normally when you see the quarterly reports from uh, when Disney has their earnings announcements, you don't hear much about the cruise line. Because it falls under was it resorts and resorts and experiences? I they, they think they may have just signature experiences. 
And so you don't really get like a, a separate line of what Disney Cruise Line is doing. But because it's uh, a, Magical Cruises is a London based company, they actually have to put a report out. And so they did report that. And the, I think the main reason for that was just to infuse cash into the cruise line during during the downturn when the ships weren't sailing. So. So they did actually sell them just recently <laughs> on a weird sort of note. Uh, but I don't know. I, I still think they've got a good like five, maybe 10 years. I, I will say it's been amazing walking around the ship and seeing all of the mahogany is just they've really restored everything. It's, it's, it looks really nice on, on this ship right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you like I'm, I'm going to say five to 10 years. Ten years might ten years might be a little bit long. Yeah, I, I, that seems right to me. I mean, I, I will tell you, this is only our second time on a Magic class ship, and I the first time we were here, we did not have the best experience unrelated to Disney or the ship or anything about it. This year, this time around, we're having a fabulous time, and I'm I'm kind of digging the smaller size of ship. Um, I think it'd be interesting for Disney to keep those smaller ships in the mix, uh, maybe take them to some ports that you can't otherwise get to, and I don't know, maybe. Even try to find a way to charge a premium here to keep the experience kind of reduced. So it's been fabulous being back on board. We can't wait to be back in February out of New Orleans to experience the ship. Just the two of us as Steve and Wake are right now. So yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. All right. Well, um, Steve, why don't we wrap up with just one lightning round guess? You mentioned it earlier. We got two more ships coming online. Let's take a stab at what we think the name of the next ship could be. I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to stick with my original guest for what became the wish and say the Disney... I guess it would have to be the Disney Imagine. I think I said the Disney Imagination before. So I think based on how they've named the wish, it would be the Disney Imagine. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm, I'm still fingers crossed for maybe a little figment hanging off the back of the, of the ship. I know that's not going to happen, but I'm going to go with the Imagine. I, and I'm the worst at these type of things, but <laughs> I do. I love that. I, I think it's got to be Imagine, right? It's, one of them has to be. You, I know you would think something like that. Imagination. Um, and I like the idea of figment on the back as well. So I, I'm going to go with Believe. That, that, that's, that's mine. We'll see what happens. I, I think there's like a Rolodex of like the same names that they, they name the fireworks shows after and then the ships and everything else. And so, so here we are. But uh, whatever it is, uh, we'll be excited to see it come out, be added to the fleet. Do, do you have a thought on so the, la- this, this, the wish is princess themed? Do you have any thought on a potential theme for the, the ship if they continue that direction? Well, they've got the fab, kind of the fab five going with the first four ships, right? So I think Star Wars is a reach. I don't think it would be Star Wars. I think I'd like as much as I'd love to see a Marvel. I'm not sure they're going to go that direction either. My guess is they'll say some kind of classic version of one of their stories. I I think it'd be cool to see a Pixar ship. I think there's a lot of really cool Pixar stories. So maybe, you know, kind of a Pixar themed lobby or or something along those lines might resonate with a lot of people just because so many new movies have come out with Pixar. Um, I think that's still something that could resonate with people. Yeah, I... uh... I'm, I'm going to go with I th- sort of park theming. I'm wondering about like one of the lands. Like, I don't know if it'll be a Tomorrowland or something like that, but maybe like an adventure land or a villains or something like that. I, I don't know. I It'll be interesting to see regardless. They'll be taking my money in spades. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter what the theme is going to be. But I, the Pixar theme is a great one. I, I really don't think they feel like they don't do enough with Pixar on these ships. They used to have a Pixar like deck party or stage show or something and it, it, it fell away so i think it'd be fun to have pixar back on board so well steve i'm gonna let you get back to your fabulous cruise and the rest of the day we have here at ensenada but uh thanks for cutting it up with me and it's total pleasure i know that we we finally hooked up at run disney and now we're finally finally on a cruise down in ensenada it's like it takes going all the way across the country to walt disney world we both live on the west coast but it takes going across the walt disney world to hook up the first time and down to mexico for the second time but uh no it's always a pleasure to see you and sam you guys have an awesome show love 
love listening to you guys each and every week and uh, look forward to uh, hopefully we'll come home with some winter medals from trivia before this cruise is over. So uh, cheers to you, Brian, and I look forward to sailing with you again soon. Yeah, and we love Steve's show. For anyone out there listening who has not checked out the DCL podcast, they, uh, they're they an inspiration for our show. And so we love we love cutting it up with uh, Steve and Christy and Chris whenever we get a chance. So check over there and check them out too. But with that, we're going to get back to our cruise. Well, I hope you enjoyed our bonus episode this week, getting a chance to listen to two Disney podcasters prognosticate by the pool and uh, just talk a little Disney Cruise Line, which is a favorite pastime for Steve and I over text message and many other ways. So hope you enjoyed the conversation. With that, I do want to thank everyone out there for listening this week. We really, truly appreciate each and every one of our listeners. And hey, we hit 100 Apple podcast reviews. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of you out there listening. We really, really appreciate it. For those of you who are listening, who haven't done so yet, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit those five stars leave us a written review we'll read it on the air during our main show each week and so head over leave us those reviews we really really appreciate everyone out there if you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo we always love answering listener questions and just chatting with our listeners so you can also join our dcl duo vlog and podcast facebook group if you'd like to join a conversation with some like-minded dcl duo fans and cruisers like yourself or you can also head over to youtube.com slash dclduo to see our vlog and get some even more great DCL Duo content. If you'd like to help support the show, please head over to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney vacation. Just let them know the DCL Duo sent you or browse to patreon.com slash DCL Duo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons who help us defray the cost of putting out this show each and every month. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on this show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney company or disney cruise line if you have questions about a disney cruise or disney vacation please contact disney directly or your own travel agent thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous disney adventure with the dcl duo good night